Good evening, good evening, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and tonight I have with me the amazing Beverly Clay. Hey, Beverly. Hi, Anika. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm fine. And I just want to say thank you for giving me this opportunity to join your podcast. It is my pleasure. And I'm actually really happy to talk to you because you have a lot of different backgrounds and experience and different things, but ultimately you are trying to make moves. And you know, that's something that needs to be commended because a lot of people have vision, but don't know how to execute. And, and even in figuring out how to execute, it's a matter of just asking for resources or help or reaching out and saying, Hey, I got this idea. Can we do this? So I want to thank you for being here because what you're doing is really important. Now, I want you to tell listeners what your background, a little bit about your background. Well, right now, I am currently the owner of Simply Design Cleaning Company. I'm also in the process of starting a home care and senior companion um, agency, um, as well as um, in the process of starting my training to become a peer, I'm sorry, a mental health advocate. Um, a little bit about my mental health background. I've been dealing with depression, anxiety, and panic disorder for probably well over 25 years. Um, in the beginning, I was a little weary about seeking treatment, um, but eventually I did, and it probably was the best thing that I ever could have done for myself. You know, it's interesting because people don't know I actually have panic disorder, and I never think about it because I have PTSD. So I don't, I don't really think about my panic disorder because um, I was diagnosed way before I ever realized what it was, you know, until yeah. I actually had my first, first panic attack. Well, I probably had had several, but didn't know what they looked like. So yeah. I'm really glad to have you here because I push mental illness, but I don't really talk about it a lot, about my personal issues. But it is something that I really want people to understand is more common than not. People think anxiety is is just this crazy word that's scary, but they don't realize that they have it. They just don't know what it looks like. Exactly. And that's the whole um, point of my mission that I'm trying to do. I'm also trying to start a movement. It's going to be called SOL, S-O-L, meaning speak out loud. I want to give everybody a platform um, to speak about their mental illness, um, to give them the voice, you know, because sometimes their voices are silenced because of all the stigma that surrounds around mental health illness. Mm-hmm. And I also want to reach out to several of the um, communities, such as the Black community, Latinos, um, Arabic, and especially men. Yes. Because men have such a hard time first admitting Yep. that they have a problem, and second, seeking treatment for yes. a mental illness. Amen. Amen. And it affects everybody because when you don't address it, it then impacts others around you at work, at home, in family life, in community life, you know, and isolation also goes along with it. And, yes. and then people aren't able to, to participate in life at, at their full capacity. No, they're really not. And, you know, and like I said before, um, getting treatment and it's not something to be ashamed about, even if you have to go on meds for a while, 
um, is something that could potentially save your life. Mm -hmm. And another thing is just want to let people know that you can live a very full, satisfying life despite your mental health illness and diagnosis. That's right. Um, that is really important that you say that. And you talk about that, you know, living with it for 25 years. A lot of people don't understand that it's, you know, it's something that, that many face and, and, and deal with on a daily basis. And you do have to make adjustments, just like if you have food allergies or anything else. It's a matter of learning how to take care of yourself and your special needs. You have to. You have to take care of yourself. And a big part of dealing with mental health is learning how to do self-care. Yep. Self-care is so important. Whether it be taking a short trip, a bubble bath, listening to some music, taking yourself out to dinner by yourself, but you have to do some type of self-care. It's mm -hmm. so important. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so you are now working on a movement, but you're also a businesswoman. So tell everybody about your businesses. Well, my cleaning business, I had started back in 2017, um, but it got delayed because due to a car accident that I was in. So I'm just really getting it back started right now. And at in the beginning, it was a sole proprietorship. But right now, what I'm looking to do is turn it into an LLC. Okay. And I'm very compassionate about working with the seniors. Um, I have worked with the seniors for on and off for over 29, 30 years now. So that's really my passion. So right now I'm going, I'm going through all the steps to becoming a licensed home care and senior care agency. That's interesting because, you know, um, that's a field that I used to work in and it's uh, vulnerable populations. The two populations that you're talking about are both vulnerable populations and there are people that need people with compassion. And, yes, we do. Uh, it's it takes a special person to work in those fields and yes, it does. and and you could even combine your work because um a lot of uh anxiety depression identity uh, memory a lot of that affects that population the older population um, it does greatly mm -hmm. um they're looking at correlations between mental illness and uh alzheimer's and stuff too now Yes, yes, exactly. Stop. And then a lot of time with the seniors, you know, they go through a lot of depression and anxiety because of loneliness, um, life changes where they have to go maybe into nursing facilities. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times their family deserts them. So, you know, it's a lot of depression among the senior pop population. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said identity, because um, this is something that I push with women. I work mostly with women, but we talk about season changes. And, you know, seniors have the same issue. You know, you retire and then what? The same thing with, with us as moms and, and, and even in marriage and in family. You know, you go to school, you, you either get a job or go to college, then you have kids and you get married. You know, you do these things in sequence of what society says we're supposed to do, but we have identity crisis because when one season ends and changes, it's, you know, it's really hard. And with seniors, it's the same thing, but also the self-care level is different because yes. you're change. And so just when you're like, life's supposed to get easier, now you got to do more just to get out of bed every day or just to 
eat what you're supposed to eat or to take care of yourself. And a lot of people, that's where a lot of people give up. And then that's where depression sets in. And then that's where the anxiety yeah. builds. And, and this is why people don't understand what anxiety and depression look like, but it actually affects a lot of people in different stages. Yes, it does. And very early on in age too. There's um, a lot of depression and anxiety going among teenagers. Mm. You know, and a lot of people don't understand that. They're just thinking like, I have, oh, well, all I could do is shake my head. Keep going. Yes. You know, they don't understand that teenagers do go through a lot of depression and anxiety because there's a lot of bullying that's going on. There's a lot of peer pressure, you know, and a lot of parents don't recognize the, the um, symptoms of teenage depression, but mm-hmm. it's very serious. And there's a high suicide rate among teenagers. And this is universal. You know, you're up north and I'm down here, and it's universal. And it's sad because um, it's starting. I have a 13, an eight, and a five year old, and it's affecting all of them. Wow. Yes. And it's also hereditary. Very, very true. true. And you know what's, what's interesting is many people don't know about their family history. That is so true. And they really need to, because I, I myself have a family history of depression and anxiety. And I'm recently seeing it now. It's starting to show. And one of my grandchildren and a couple of my kids do have it as well. So mm-hmm. I'm pushing for them also for treatment, therapy, whatever, whatever they need. Mm-hmm. So this is why this creating this movement is so important to me because so many loved ones around me is dealing with the same thing that I was dealing with. Yeah, the other thing too is that behavior modification at young ages is, um, my five-year-old is, hey, behavior modification is um, is something that can be implemented at younger ages. Clearly, my five-year-old needs it. Um, so, <laughs> but even, you know, I have a friend with ADHD. A lot of people don't understand it is a derivative. And um, so even karate, um, you know, sports, discipline, things, if you started at early ages and you create patterns and routines and stability, and there are ways other than medication to help these things, even with anxiety and panic disorder, once we realize or we're diagnosed and we can see the things that cause us panic and anxiety, then we can alleviate those things or we could buy time at certain stages Cause I know for me, I cannot do pressure or somebody else determining my time or being put in certain situations or yes. other people driving, you know, I have a lot of triggers and people don't know that, that they think that you're just being irritable or, yes. you, know, that, you know, you're being selfish. And, yes. and I tell people all the time, you, you don't have a clue. Like it's exactly. not me. I need certain things a certain way. And that's just because of PTSD, because yes. of whatever. And, and it's something that I really, I, I'm so happy to connect with you because people don't know how important those little things and stability and routine and, and, and making modifications yes. so that you can have peace of mind. It's yes. extremely important. And for me, I have a parent with severe PTSD and yes. um, it, it can be debilitating, you know, debilitating and paralyzed. And, and so um, talking about panic disorder is something that definitely uh, needs to be d- discussed more because people don't understand the severity of anxiety or depression, how they coincide. They, you know, and 
I was just a, a drug counselor and and people think that addicts are just addicts, but most of the time, no, they're not. They're people who are treating yes, yeah. their anxiety and their yes. depression. Exactly, exactly. And this is what like um, a lot of the homeless people, you know, everybody just assumed that they're crazy and whatever, but there's a high percentage of the homelessness that deals with depression and anxiety and they haven't been treated and no and a lot of people don't know how to react to them and you 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 hit a good point when you said that it can become very debilitating mm. i was there at that point where to i mean at the point where i couldn't get out the bed i didn't want to do anything um at one point i had to drop out of college because of it and that's when i did have to eventually go into the hospital um, temporarily be on medicine, but I did mm -hmm. learn techniques to how to control it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still an everyday battle with me, but I'm to the point right now where I'm probably 90% better than where I used to be. I and still have a lot of work to do and a lot of things to, to overcome. Yeah, you have to be intentional, but you also have to be able to say it's okay. Um, yeah. You know, you have to take a time out. I was very quick to quit jobs and a lot of people thought I was impulsive. And I said, yeah. no, this is an abusive, toxic environment that I can't be in. And yeah. you know, you're able to identify what's good for you and what's not, what you can tolerate, what you can't. And it's not for anybody else to understand what you need to survive. It's exactly. for you to know what you need to survive, what you can be around, what you can't. And, and, and it takes time to get to that point where you are able to put your foot down and advocate for yourself and say, yes. this is what I need for my day to day. This yes. is what I don't need and what I can't have. This is exactly. what I'm willing to do for peace of mind. And this is what I'm working on. Yes. And another thing that you have to learn to say is no sometimes. What? Say that again. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of times it's so hard to say no. Yep. You know what I'm saying? When everybody yep. expects you to be everything and everyone at one time. Yep. But sometimes just to get that peace of mind, you have to learn to say no. Yep. I'm working on that. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I had surgery but forgot to black out my calendar. So right. for the last three weeks, I've had ongoing appointments and I don't want to let people down. And everybody says, you have to take care of yourself. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like Exactly. I don't know what that means because to me, if I don't do what this, then it's going to pile up and then it's really going to cause me anxiety. So yes. you don't want to see that anxiety. You'd rather exactly. see this than the latter. So um, <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it's, it's life though. It's the reality that we have in trying to balance and maintain and, and do what we need to do. But I tell everybody it's okay to say what you need. It do. It is. Okay. It's so important. It's so important. And like you said before, it's going to feel at times that you're being selfish, but sometimes you have to become a little selfish because your overall well-being is so important at this point. Yep. Yep. Well, so right now you are getting your business back going and you are focusing on advocating for mental health. And you have talked about, you know, your journey, including hospitalization. And this is something that people need to hear because people joke about Martin Lawrence being on the news and, and yeah. all these different things. And right now you got Taraji Henson, uh, Judge Lynn Toller. I heard an interview the other day about her father's mental illness, which had then led to her mental illness. 
And it's so interesting is that these conversations are finally being had and I'm jumping on the bad wagon and I'm riding yeah. with it because I grew up, you know, um, I have a support group called Raised by Mental Illness and I believe that's going to be my book title because I grew up with a mentally ill parent and it totally affects everything because okay. whether it's treated or not, it determines your environment. It determines your okay. perspective. It determines who you are. But I really believe it also gave me compassion and empathy that other people don't have. Um, yeah. And I think it takes a special person to follow this path. And so for you, I'm excited for your journey because even in you know looking forward it is a healing process and it is. it is i just i'm excited because i know where you're headed because i'm i'm i'm, I'm a, like a step ahead because i started working in the field to heal and then i became an entrepreneur in the fit and it, it it gives me a freedom i can't even explain and a joy and a peace that is indescribable so that's what i'm, I'm looking for in Thank that, you. In that, in that level, like in that element. Thank you so much for that. And that's the only thing, I mean, well, that's one of the things that I'm striving for is just peace and to be in my own boss and just helping people. And um, you, you hit on another um, thing that I'm also in the process of doing right now too. I am going to be coming out with a book. It's called um, Shattered But Not Broken. There you go. Um, hopefully it'll be out by February of 2019. Um, and just my main goal and my main mission in life is, is if my story can just help one person, mm -hmm. that would mean the world to me. Mm -hmm. Sharing my story with somebody and uh, just maybe seeing that it'll give them an opportunity to share their story. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, just, that's my goal. That's my goal, just to help somebody out right now. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I want to thank you for reaching out and being willing to share your story because it, it takes strength, definitely strength, because there's so much judgment out there and so much ignorance. I'm going to just say it. There's a yes, lot it of ignorance. A lot, a lot, a lot. And, you know, I tell people, you never know who you're talking to, where they've yeah. been. And where you're headed, you know what exactly. I mean. Because it, it, it's you, you. I tell people you can't you can't judge and you can't talk about a situation because if you've never been there, you don't know what day it's gonna strike you. Exactly. And, and where you're gonna end up. But even to the strongest person, you know, we go through grief, we go through loss, we go through so many changes. And even watching the news, it's so hard because there, a lot of people around me say they refuse to watch, but I like to be informed. But I'm looking at all of the the toxic energy, air, the the natural disasters and everything else. And you just got to take care of yourself, be prepared and, and heal, but also know how to cope. And yes, healthy, that's very important. Healthy coping skills. Exactly. So, exactly. So. Well, once again, I want to thank you so much for giving me this platform and just want to say that this wasn't easy for me as well because I do deal with anxiety. Um, but I just thank you so much and thank you and, and, and appreciate everything that you're doing. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Like I told you, I feel you on that when you were anxious and I was like, you know, I, I know how you feel, but guess what? Yeah. We did it. We did it. I did. I did. And I'm proud of myself. There you <laughs> go. So much. 
<laughs> Listeners, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power. And I want you to keep an eye out for Beverly Clay. She is on the rise. And um, I will have her back in a couple of months to see what project she's up to and her forward movement. Uh, for the rest of you guys, I want to say thank you for tuning in to another edition. We have one more edition for today, but you know we always got something coming. So on the mental illness tip, I want you guys to take a look and um, analyze yourself and determine if there's anything that you, a truth that you need to face, that you need to vocalize, that you need to um, possibly um, seek help or just tap into, um, whether it be depression, anxiety, loss, grief, anything, just know that feeling is real. It's normal, we're supposed to feel. So um, on this mental uh, health note, um, tap into yourself and your feelings. Uh, write about it or talk about it. Either way, do something. Um, Till next time, have a powerful night.